<clears throat> is this thing on? Anyway, train food, am I right? See, because it's new. It's not air it's not airline food. Uh it's an intro. It certainly is. Mm-hmm. So this episode is a bit haphazard. It is. Um this intro is even more haphazard. I need kind of like to your bed. outfit. I know. I need oh yeah. <laughs> I got him. I've got blue, red, and tan. Yes. <laughs> That's just his face up top. Yeah. Uh, okay, this, I apologize. It, it's nighttime, and I got four hours of sleep last night, and here, okay, this is gonna be a real confession. We did not record this episode the day before it comes out, Wednesday, yep. March 12, uh, 13th. Yes. We recorded that ahead of time, and it's nice, it's cool, but we are recording this intro the night before. Yes. And I'm on sleep deprivation, and and I worked, and I'm tired, and I'm slappy, mm -hmm. and I think this intro should pretty much just be a warning. Yeah. If anything, <laughs> this episode is not a uh, usual format. I'm trying to spice up the format a little bit. See little what spice takes. Life. Little spice of life. See what takes. And I thought that this would be an interesting subject to tackle. Uh, seeing that, well, we'll talk about it. Spotify wants to be the Netflix of podcasts, and there's different things they're doing. They're buying up different companies. And there are several companies that want to be this, and we are taking on that subject by reading bits and pieces of a article on theverge.com. Mm -hmm. uh, and there will be links to this stuff, but uh, we'll be saying what we think of that. And then we're watching a, a, Hank, a Hank Green video. <laughs> Guys, I'm so out of it. Uh, and we're going to be cutting in, interrupting him, giving our two cents. Because we're, we're making so, jokes. Rude. Mm -hmm. so rude. But I will say that there is a lot of his video that's very interesting that I purposefully left out of this podcast so that you guys would go watch his video. Maybe even watch it first if you have time. I don't think you have to. No. Um, but, but please make sure to watch that. So I'm not just stealing content, okay? Because he is doing that. No. What? Hey, reactions isn't just stealing <laughs> content. This is well, a legitimate form of media nowadays. Don't tell the fine brothers. You made that joke later in the podcast. I did? I mean, oh, earlier. Man. Ah, I'm not going to edit this out because I'm tired. Same. Uh, we do other things in this intro, don't we, Tim? Yeah. What have you been up to lately? Uh, well, I have been listening to music, as always. Nice. I haven't been watching much TV. Uh, have, you know what I've been watching? I've been watching YouTube, and I haven't done that in a long time. It's a slippery slope, it friend. It is a very slippery slope. I've been watching Say Goodnight, Kevin. That's an even slippier slope. I know, and I've got, I got back into Blimey Cow, uh -huh. How 2009 of you. That's deep. That's deep in the archives. That's way back there. Uh, can I plug a channel, though? Because it's really small. I don't know sure. how many. I, and it'll get maybe maybe t two people who actually listen to me. Yeah. I'm going to see how, how, uh, how, how small this guy is. Oh, guys, we are off the rails. If all of you go and check this guy out, he'll get like... 
25 more subscribers. Oh, he's not as small as he used to be. So this was a guy I used to watch like three years ago and then found him again, Adler Davidson. I'm going to put a link in the description, actually. Nice. See, I just used a YouTube term. He's got like 5,000 subscribers now. That He didn't used to be that big. Not that that's too terribly big, but gosh, dude, we are off the rails. I know. Oh, boy. Um, I've also been listening to Knuckle Puck more. I know I've mentioned them like 40 times on this podcast, but seriously, guys, Gold Rush. Look up the song Gold Rush. Make me. Okay, I might. Well, you, your turn. It's your turn. Uh, I actually have something new. New? 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 Uh, yeah. Uh, band that I love, After uh-huh. the Burial, uh-huh. just released a single, I believe it was four days ago. Mm-hmm. Did it come out before or after the burial? After. Okay. After. Okay. Uh, they're coming out with a new album, I believe, uh, in April, called Evergreen. The single is called Behold the Crown. It's fantastic. You know who else had a song called Evergreen? I don't think they have a song called Evergreen. Knuckle Puck. They don't, I don't think it's an actual song. But that song. one has a very bad word in it. I so don't, there's my warning. I don't think this one has any bad words in it at all. What? I know. Wow. I know. I'm, that's because I'm right. better than you. So have we warned everybody about uh, the difference in format? Yeah. And have we apologized for how off the rails everything is this week? Uh, yeah. Should we apologize for that? I mean... Dude, I need sleep so bad. I get yeah. up. I, I got see guys. I the things I give up for you, <laughs> all two of you listeners. There's more than two of you, but you know I love you. All two of you, I give up sleep for you. I give up happiness. No, no, I get happiness because I get to make things for you. This is going on too long. How about how about we, we just, just hear some of that sweet sweet audio track let's let's listen to it what is spotify up to now you have no idea i mean world domination that's my guess that's your guess that but the listeners they have no idea that's why we're here yes we're like a shining light Right, city on a hill, if you will. Oh, I I won't. Um, so you, so yeah, you that sounds that. a little sacrilegious in this context. I was talking about every context. <laughs> okay, so uh, th- this will be th- this episode. I, I just want us to kind of do a quick read through uh, over Spotify's plans, mm. uh, as outlined in a what's this a, a post by the Verge dot com. I found it, uh, somebody posted it in a podcaster's group that I am in, uh, and I've been familiar for a while now with the fact that Spotify is expanding their podcast tentacles because the podcasting service that I use to publish this podcast is part of that deal. Spotify is buying the service that I use to publish this podcast. Yeah. So I've known about it since I got the, uh the the heads up from from service i i don't know how long i don't know how long it's been buzzed buzzed about uh-huh. i i just saw this article fair enough and i was like hey that'd be interesting to talk about and i was just going to talk about it like a, on a bonus episode but i thought hey what the heck 
I'll make this a legit episode. Along with later after this, uh, I, I want to react to a somewhat related video on the YouTubes. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yes. So uh, the, the the article here starts out talking about uh, Spotify uh, announced that they were planning to spend up to $500 million on podcasting. That's a lot of Dunkin' Donuts. That is a lot of Dunkin' Donuts. Any Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, they they want to be the Netflix of podcasting. Uh, one of the things they're doing to get to get that way mm -hmm. is they're buying out Gimlet. I've never heard of it. You have. You've seen their stuff. Gimlet. They they make podcasts. They made Crime Town, uh, which I've never listened to any of these, but I've seen them around. They made uh, Crime Town. Uh, I've seen some of these. Sandra, I never listened to any of these without fail. Yeah, there's 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 a few of them. There there's they've got a couple shows. They really do. Um, but Spotify bought them out, and they're gonna own them, and that that's gonna be kind of like a exclusive podcasting. I think I believe. Okay. Um, another thing that uh, it talks about here in this article is what I find most interesting about this. Okay is Spotify's plans to integrate their algorithms into helping you find podcasts that suit you. Yeah. Which a lot of people uh, that I, I was talking to and looking at the buzz in the podcasting circles, uh, especially mainly people that also use the Anchor service, mm -hmm. were kind of up in arms like they're going to be changing things. But as far as the algorithms go for finding podcasts, I think Spotify is like the best person to do that. I can I can see it because they they have some of the best algorithms for finding suggested music on yeah. Spotify. I use Apple Music, same, um, because it's more convenient for me. But I will say that Apple Music's algorithms for finding suggested music are garbage. They are. They really I, are. When I get on Spotify, at least it shows me music that I'm actually interested in, or yeah. I'm like, that's cool. Uh, Apple Music just shows you stuff that you've already listened to. Or mm -hmm. just stretches. I don't know how they do it. That they always seem yeah. to pick the stupidest stuff to suggest. Today, it was I. This is an actual thing I got was mm -hmm. because you've listened to Jack White, and the second album it recommended was a Five Finger Death Punch album. Yeah, that's it didn't yeah. didn't make any sense. It's, it's just it's like dumb. and so yeah. Spotify has said that they want to bring in their algorithms and apply that to podcasting. Yeah, to help people find podcasts better. And I say that I am. All for that. Yes. They, they say that making user experience, they're, they're making that a priority. Um, they like Team members who worked on the, uh, the Netflix algorithms are working on this. Gross. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Um, yeah, they're, they're, there's a bit on this article here talking about how Gimlet Media would be the Marvel to Spotify's Disney kind of thing. Mm. Uh, which... I, I feel like we could get into that later as far as uh, exclusive content goes uh, when we kind of get into that uh, video I've been hinting about. Mm, fair enough. Yes. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, there's, there's a fella. There's a fella. What is his name? Nick Kwa, who, who's working That's on this real. big project. It, it could be real. Probably you know, not. He was like, there are so many real names that look so much like fake names. I'm I'm going to say his name was Jeremy. Jeremy. He was like, I need something cool. 
你怎么哭啊、uh, ？Nick Qua， Nick Qua， Nick Qua， Nick Qua is heading up some of this.、Uh, I, I believe mainly the、uh, the buying up of Gimlet,、uh, and he was talking about he he compared it to Pixar and Marvel. Uh, saying after they were purchased by Disney, they continued operating、uh, as discreet and successful studios. So I think he's saying that they,、uh, as they move into buying studios and stuff like that and making、uh, exclusive content, they do plan to keep it. They ah they they plan to keep the quality high.、Mm-hmm. Um, they're not coming in to shake up、mm-hmm. production. How they're not they're not going to step on anyone's toes.、Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, fellow, what's his name? Holt. I just read that.、Uh, he's running Spotify Studios and Video Department.、Uh, he he、uh, ran. It says here a multi-channel network company for YouTubers that Disney eventually acquired.、Uh, so he's familiar with the Disney model and the broader MCN model of operating multiple brands under a single corporate entity.、Uh, that I I'm kind of confident in Spotify with this. Yeah. I can. I'm hesitant with Spotify、mm-hmm. always, really, because I'm just cynical of all big、mm-hmm. corporations such as Spotify、mm-hmm. or Netflix or Disney or what have you.、Mm-hmm. So, I'm all. I always say, yeah, that sounds cool.、Mm-hmm. They're gonna screw it up anyway. Yeah, I I don't know. See, there are a lot of people kind of up in arms over Spotify here, and I don't quite get it, except, um, except for the fact that they they bought the company. Mm-hmm. Which which hosts the platform, which I make this show on. You you co-host the show on. Yes. Um, and then you whip me into Dis- doing the work. That when it comes to not talking, that that hurts me. That's not. And、true. that is the real reason I wanted to record this episode today. I can leave. <laughs> no. Um. No. Uh. Their exclusivity. Uh, their exclusive content. I kind of, I really hope that doesn't bleed into、uh, when when they when they own hosting platforms like this.、Huh? Oh, guess what? Now you can only publish your podcasts on Spotify,、mm-hmm. which it wouldn't be a big deal. I'd just start hosting this podcast somewhere else. But that would kind of suck, and I hope they don't do that. I think、yeah. they're smart enough not to do that. And、uh, what I hope. I'm a little afraid、uh-huh. that when they start owning stuff, they'll start controlling ad, like who advertises where,、mm-hmm. a little bit. And it's like, man, do I? Is it really great for them to have that much control?、Uh, not that I. We have ads on this podcast.、Uh, I am subtly throwing in ads. If you, you like see if you can like see me, I'm blinking、mm. by tide. <laughs> Eat at Domino's in Morse code. Yeah, Morse that code. sounds really effective. Like on an audio podcast. Oh man, this hasn't been videoed. No. <sighs> All right, I'm gonna need to rethink <laughs> some things. You are gonna need to rethink some things. Yeah. So that that's that's my only concern is if they start screwing with stuff like、mm-hmm. publishing and、yes. ads. Yeah. And I I have a quick question.、Mm-hmm. Does this mean we'll we will be technically employees of Spotify? Um. You know, I have not applied to actually make money. Through this, through sponsorships and stuff, and I don't plan on applying for the Spotify exclusive show stuff. So, I mean, if you want to get into that, 
we could, but I'm just saying. I mean, I'm already into that. Because we're not that big. I mean, I'm already into that. You're already into that? You want to be a Spotify employee? Well, no, with the blinking. and the... Oh. <laughs> just hasn't worked. Yeah, I mean, that's just a matter of applications, but right now, no. Fair enough. No, um, I will say it's interesting. People are talking... Uh, Anchor, the platform I use to publish this, also has a lot of tools for uh, podcast creation. Same. Some people are wondering if Spotify's acquisition of Anchor, if they're going to start moving into spreading that into music creation and having more user-generated content on Spotify. Yeah. Um, Now, I don't have anything up for this particular subject, but I do believe that Spotify has made it a point to be way more friendly toward user-generated content than, say, Apple. Yeah. I I think that... uh, Yeah, there's a lot more... uh, I think their thing with that is to be more professional than SoundCloud, but easier to get onto than iTunes. Yeah, they definitely... There's definitely more Spotify-exclusive than Apple-exclusive things out there oh as far as music albums go yes. well they used to have a ton of itunes sessions all the time like eight years ago now there's a lot of spotify sessions going that on. was eight years ago i know it was i know it was. this is all that matters right now right now all right this fellas and ladies all the listeners all the listeners of the show here is what you need to get from this episode here's the moral the lesson live in the moment now now is what matters. What? Don't live in the past. I'm sorry I wasn't paying attention. What? Live in the moment. Okay, whatever, Mom. Ugh. So uh, I, I think we should cut to the next segment. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, and it'll be real neat. We will be reacting to a video uh, of, about some other podcast acquisitions that companies have been making. And uh, we'll be reacting to a video that good old Hank Green put out about this. Don't tell the Fine don't, Brothers. Don't tell the Fine <laughs> I don't remember when he posted the video, um, but I will say that there are like two kinds of people in this world. Uh, they're the people who go, Hank Green, isn't that the brother of John Green who does YouTube <laughs> videos? And there are the people who go, John Green, isn't that the book writing brother of the YouTuber? Exactly. They're... Um, which type of person are you? Uh, Hank Green, mostly because of the... You, you mental, recognize him more? Mostly because of the Mental Floss videos. I thought John did the Mental Floss videos. <sighs> I don't know. They look the same to me. <laughs> they don't look the same. I just don't remember. I don't remember which one's which. <laughs> All right, let's just cut to the segment. Whoosh. Boink. Hey, let's... Uh... <laughs> what am I doing? Let's... I don't know. Let's see what uh, good old Hank Green has to say about uh, exclusivity and podcast-owning companies and subscription services within the realm of podcasts. Okay. Make me. I'm about to make you. All right. Maybe a risky video to make. It sure is. I don't think it's a good idea to try and make the Netflix of podcasts. Tell me why. So I just wrote an article about a new company called Luminary. Uh, they want to be the Netflix of podcasts. There's also one called cool Brew that wants to be the Netflix of podcasts. Obviously, Less Spotify cool name. Mind being makes the me think of suspenders. Or I think would Audible, though they may have. Why do I think this is a bad idea? Do, so one, tell is us it a bad already. Idea? <laughs> like, will it work or not? Two, is it a bad idea? Like, 
Is it bad for the community of podcasts? Three, I'm what are these things actually going to be if they aren't failures? I don't know, but I have learned from watching online videos some things. And I would like Just to like share we're doing. a little bit of insight yep. from that, that perspective of having viewed things like this, though not these things attempting to occur with things like YouTube Premium and mm. Verizon's Go90 and mm-hmm. full screens, full screen, and uh, I don't know what any Vessel? of these things are. I remember Vessel. Like I don't really because, remember. Because I remember. Uh, while Netflix <laughs> was able to become the Netflix of TV, <laughs> that make sense? Netflix became the Netflix of Netflix. That's for sure. And people thought that there would be a way to consolidate this kind of content, put it behind a paywall, make it work that way. And I think that the majority of these reasons why that didn't work are applicable to podcasting. Let's do it. I'll tell you why I think that didn't work. Okay. Because um, when I pay for a Netflix subscription. Mm -hmm. You don't. When I get somebody else's Netflix password. There you go. Thank you. That's what I'm – I was about to qualify it. (laughs) Sure. I am paying for most of the time quality shows. Most most of the time. And I'm paying for shows that have been funded with a lot of money mm-hmm. and by s- smart business people who are like this is what this is what Dan is going to like so we're going to produce it. I don't know if they say Dan, but you know what I mean. I, I know what you, you know mean. mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now the whole reason I don't pay for a premium YouTube is because I don't feel like paying money to get what uh, Joe Blow has been making on his own since uh, 2009. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That it just it don't don't feel right to Dan. So what you're saying is mm-hmm. you think I think there's not a I I don't think anything on YouTube uh, or like uh, what we're talking about here like user generated content. Mm-hmm. Is good enough. YouTube as an example. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything good enough on YouTube yeah. to warrant it being Netflix eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't necessarily feel that way about podcasts. I think there are some good enough podcasts to to be put behind a paywall like that, kind of mm-hmm. like Netflix. Um, of course, I don't like that idea because I like the fact that most podcasts are for free for me. I just have to suffer through a few ads. I hate ads. But I love not paying for things. True story. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Smelling where I'm stepping. Let's see where he's going with this. Is that it, there's it's not a free experience? Mm-hmm. And, free. Uh, I was not just free saying that. I think just for the podcasts that are either exclusive to or have a deal with those new platforms. Yeah. How 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 else could you do it? Yeah. No. It would be. You couldn't have. Yeah. It'd have to be. No. It would be the only exclusive ones. No one would go for. A not ad free experience. Uh huh. Yeah, but um, if if say Luminary or whoever had or po- Spotify or whatever had uh, their exclusive podcast that you paid for and got ad free, but they also carried everybody else's podcast, you could publish it on there. Uh, there'd be no way to make those ad free. Yeah. So you'd have to make darn sure. Yeah. That your exclusive podcasts were worth paying for. Yes, that's very true. So. Um, if you sign up for Luminary, there will be 40 podcasts that you will not be able to get any other way. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, but also that you will get ad-free. 
I think that's the same for Brew, which hasn't launched. I like when people say the word maybe. free when There's it comes to things that I still have to pay for. These companies yes. are feeling uh, a, a measure of urgency at the moment. I don't think that this is actually a very good value proposition because one of the things that has been very clear in podcasting and one of the reasons why it is a successful business for people is that ads work and uh, mm-hmm. listeners don't mind them. They also have that skip forward button uh-huh. that people push all the time. I will say that I myself have been guilty of pushing it sometimes, especially when it's a service I'm already signed up for. Like, hey, I don't need a Squarespace ad. I have a Squarespace account already. Mm-hmm. Squarespace is currently getting my money. So I don't think that there is actually that much value. Um, did he just low-key slip a Squarespace ad into this video? <laughs> you've been hit by, you've been struck by. <laughs> oh, Hank, you scallywag. Up, <laughs> scallion. To an ad-free experience in podcasts, that might be, that, that calculus changes for people of different income levels, of course. So the more money you have, uh, and the more valuable your time is because you have a big fancy job, then maybe you are more interested in the, having an ad-free experience and not having that time wasted. But in general, I'm listening to podcasts during moments when my time is being wasted already by mm-hmm. the vagaries of life, by the boring quotidian crap of commutes and mowing the lawn and shoveling the walk and doing the dishes and etc. Same. I don't care that mm-hmm. much about my time at that moment. It's not the psychological space I'm in. And I... All right. Hey, can I can I pause this and get on my soapbox? Sure, bud. Okay. Hop right on up there. So for a lot of my most of the time, I I agree with him there. Uh huh. And most of the time, I listen to podcasts is when I'm working my day job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then mowing the lawn. I've done that stuff he talked about. Yeah. Same. But as I'm becoming a man, oh boy, and I'm putting on my stretchy pants one leg at a time. <sighs> I'm learning to value those moments in silence a little bit, or just the hum of the lawnmower, stuff like that. In this total soapbox, off off the. Are you just bringing it around subject. to the living in the moment thing? Oh, I didn't even think about that, but exactly. That's exactly. This really is what you're supposed to learn from this episode. <laughs> no, I, I mean, like, maybe, maybe one out of seven to nine days that I'm working, I don't actually listen to a podcast, but that's what I've been thinking about lately. It's like, man, silence is kind of beautiful. I have silence when I go to sleep. Continue. Okay. Sorry guys. (laughs) Sorry guys. Not too sorry though. We found something similar with YouTube. People aren't really willing to pay $10 a month to have an app for YouTube experience. The average is enough of a burden, mm-hmm. and $10 seems like a lot for something that you would already be getting for free. And Darn I right. think that there is a psychological difference between television, which we see as something that we pay for, mm-hmm. even if there's already advertisements on it, Right. video, which we have never considered to be something that we might pay for. Mm-hmm. It's just like, doesn't enter your, your brain that this mm-hmm. could be something that you would pay for. Same with podcasts. The psychological component of this is worth a certain amount of dollars isn't there. Mm-hmm. And shifting that consumer consciousness is very mm-hmm. hard. Yes. It's true. I would definitely agree with what he said. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Especially since he worded it with words like psychological uh, and big words like that. But also because I actually agree with that. Uh, there is kind of like a 
a mental way we look at things, and it's hard to not look at them that way anymore. Fair enough. Especially when it comes to content and what we view as free. Yeah. Uh, would you pay extra money to see your favorite friends' Facebook posts? Absolutely not. Exactly. Exactly. And no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't no. pay money to see any Facebook posts. <laughs> Fair enough. So it's harder for people who are already in the podcast listening ecosystem, who already listen, who are you know like who might be signing up for these platforms because their favorite creators have moved to them. That's me. So that yeah. I just don't think that ad free is a good reason to to shift. Like I don't think that it's going to compel that many people. Maybe to do it, it. maybe I two. There might be two people. Is that somewhere on there? It's going to be low. There's a reason to to watch the new thing because your favorite creator, maybe it's Hannibal Burris or Trevor Noah or whoever, is starting an exclusive podcast that you can only get that one way. Mm-hmm. And I think this doesn't work either. I think it doesn't work Same. for two big reasons. To, you have to show me the pitch that these people are making to their audience. And it has Fast to be a pitch, pitch from ball, Animal Birds. It can't be a pitch from corkscrew. Luminary. <laughs> because I don't care about Luminary. I care about Animal Birds. Mm-hmm. I don't actually know very much about him. There's just so many other good podcasts out there. There's like and two. You yeah. say, but what if I am a super fan of this particular creator and I want their content? That like only the best. I'm willing to ride yep. along with you on this train for a second. But in my experience as a creator that some people will want, listen to a podcast because I created YouTube videos and they are already connected with, with my content and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and like mm-hmm. have an affinity for uh-huh. the stuff that I make. Uh-huh. I am aware that the, the value in that relationship is extreme. Like it's a really big deal. I'm glad he values our relationship. Ever. Push something on my audience Same. that they are not already receptive to. Value in my relationship with my community is far greater than whatever I might get for a one-time deal with a podcasting company, with the Netflix of podcasts, mm. whatever it is. And so I am worried about the pitch that says, hey, come pay some strange VC-backed company money for my content. I will get something out of it. Well, maybe I won't. Maybe I already got the money. So you're not actually helping me. Mm-hmm. I think that sometimes companies can think well, like that I the value the is in the content, and they really believe that. They can't get their minds out of this frame that the value is in the content. It's like, okay, we'll have the content on our platform. Mm. The value is in the like creator a in platform. this situation. Yeah. It's certainly not the case with Game of Thrones. Like The value isn't in George Martin. The value isn't in... Kit Harrington, I came up with one. Mm. The value is in, in the production. It's in that content. Oh. But when it comes to podcasts, especially conversational podcasts, uh, which is a lot of the podcasts that are successful, the value is <laughs> like in the relationship the between the audience and the, the, the person who's making the content. And oftentimes people will sign up to listen to a new podcast if they think they're helping you out. But if you're getting an advance and you've already been helped out, if, if like I do a podcast with one of these companies and they're giving me $500 an episode or something, I'm getting that money no matter what. And the so the story doesn't, it's not as pure, it's not a simple story to say the way that we do with This Week in Ryan's, like, hey, give us five mm-hmm. bucks and we'll give you an extra podcast. Mm-hmm. That, and and then mm-hmm. we'll like use that money to, to be clear because that money costs, that our podcast costs nothing to make. Yeah, so that is why I think mm-hmm. that as far as we, when there's a, a platform for user-created content. Yes. 
such as YouTube or just general podcasts. Yeah. That's why I think that Patreon is, or something like that, yeah. Patreon's the best, you know, is much more effective. Yes. And much better for everybody because I mm-hmm. get to pay for the people, I get to pay stuff to the people I like, the podcasters and the YouTubers I like, and help support them. And I don't have to pay for uh, somebody else's. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like saying mm-hmm. if you, it's like if you were to go to the grocery store and be like, "Hey, I'm gonna give you twenty bucks. Give me groceries." <laughs> it's like you might get some groceries you like, well, but you might not. Yeah, you know? I, I don't see it that way. But what I do see it kind of as is. In the format of giving uh, money on Patreon to support people that you support. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, keep making things like this. Yeah. I will pay you for it. Yeah. If, uh, let's dumb down the numbers. If five people give money to Joe to keep making Joe's podcast, Mm -hmm. he's going to keep making Joe's podcast. Joe isn't Joe Rogan. Oh, I wasn't. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> if three people start giving money on Patreon to uh, Will Ferrell's podcast, he might keep making a podcast. If nobody uh-huh. gives money to Tina Fey, Tina Fey's podcast. <laughs> then Tina Fey is probably not going to make a podcast anymore. And the podcast that survives are the uh, podcasts that people actually like. Yes. Now, if everybody pays Spotify 10 bucks a month and Spotify pays for Joe, Will, and Tina's podcasts, that gives the consumer less control over the market. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah, but I mean there is analytics for that. But yes, I was gonna say th- but, they can see what people are listening. But to. then Spotify just turns into the middleman, and it's just Spotify taking money for being a middleman. Yeah, yeah. Flip a table. Flip a table. All right, Hank. Let's see what you got. It's oftentimes better to ask for money than to make people pay. Hey, I that's what I just said. Are have yep. a hard time moving their audiences over to these new platforms especially if they're not audiences with a lot of disposable income. And that leads like me to the me. last thing where I think exactly. possibly, like you look at these, mm-hmm. I, I've only seen like the sort of upfront offerings of Luminary. Um, I've seen a, a couple of the things that Brew has. Brewing, brew.com, very good domain name, that's for sure. Um, for darn I, sure. And mm-hmm. I, I, it's, it's all over the place, right? It's comedy, it's conversational, mm-hmm. it's true crime, it's business, it's, it's trying to be everything. In a perfect world, that would be what only the best is. Just <laughs> don't keep quit interrupting the man. He's trying to make points. I know, and I'm trying to make jokes, and it's my show. Dang it! Fair enough. Okay. And that's their stated goal. Like they want to be for podcasts, what Netflix was for video. But it makes me very mm-hmm. skeptical because the people who are going to watch a conversational comedy podcast. One, they have a lot of options open to them that are very funny things. Like only the best. Oh my gosh. Available for free. And they don't necessarily have an extra 10 bucks a month to spend. That's $120 a year. That's stuff that you can be spending on not 
podcasts. Whereas, if Luminary, like which it has a name that food. makes me feel like this would be a direction they might go, if you make content that's about investing, it's about business, if you follow the, mm-hmm. the sort of like traditional subscription model and you say like you make a subscription magazine for rich people or if they're learning things that kind of help them invest intelligently like this is why the wall street journal does well right it's a mm-hmm. it's a newspaper for rich people and so if you create if luminary becomes a podcasting service for rich people who will pay extra for quality content that will help them make good decisions and understand the world in a way that that is economically beneficial to them i can totally see that working okay i'm gonna stop him and i'm gonna say something how dare you I can see how that might be a better model, what he was talking about, uh, podcasting for rich people where, yeah. where it's uh, – and they're talking about investments and stuff like that. I think mm-hmm. the market for that is already saturated with websites like uh, Skillshare and Lynda. Of course, now I kind of want to take that back because that is more for a general use – but, I mean, there is a lot of specialty stuff on that. I'm sure there's stuff for investing. Uh, neither of those websites sponsored this episode, by the way. Yeah, and it's like rich people, it seems to me, maybe maybe I'm just totally out of touch with rich people, which I'm fine with. <laughs> but, like, it seems to me that rich people aren't going to listen to a podcast. They're going to get an expert because they can afford an expert to yeah. meet with. They're going to go to an ex- expert's office mm-hmm. And the expert's going to say, okay, I advise you to do this, this, and this. Maybe it will be a podcasting service for moderately rich people who don't want to go downtown to somebody's office. So 45 people. Yeah. I mean, you know, more than that. But yeah. So none of these ideas sound like great ideas to me. No. For poor luminary and brew, brew which I, I I just see like, I don't know, some hipster with his craft beer or something. That's what I think of. I don't know why. It's just a word. You brew any. I mean, I, it's probably it has to do with tea, tea and coffee. We're off, we're off track. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, let's get back into it. Boy, howdy. Let's go. I don't see it being broad appeal. So this is a lot of details um, that are that are you know, like sort of one at a time arguments about why I think this might not be something that will work. Mm-hmm. But I think there is also a structural nice fundamental glasses. thing that is the reason why sort of all of these things are things, which is that there is a, uh, a different model for how this kind of content tends to get made. This isn't mm-hmm. always true. But usually, it's very true in online video, the thing that you're making isn't expensive to make. That does not mean that it is not hard to make. Yeah. It does things confused until the day we all die. But just because it's cheap to make doesn't mean it's easy to make. But it is. It tends to be cheap to make. And that means that a lot of people are going to do it. And that's going to result in two things. One, some people are going to be very, very good at it. And they are going to rise to the top. And they are not necessarily going to be who you expect. Um, two, Only the best. There's going to be a lot of stuff <laughs> that is popular, but not super popular. You are less dependent on blockbusters. Only the and best. And in a world that is less dependent on blockbusters, you have less need for a Netflix-like thing. You also. Have- I would like to say, no. The reason that 21st century America is faltering so is because. In the late 90s, 
we were too dependent on blockbusters. That's your about <laughs> to say. And look what happened. I they all about, went out of business. I thought you were about to say America or something. Faltered. Especially because those kinds of moments require there to be a pretty low barrier um, and and also a broad audience to start with. So serial, for example. I don't a, appreciate a him calling me abroad. They were coming in with su- the support of a larger organization. And then you have somebody talking about it and it's like, oh, I can go listen to that right now. I don't need to buy a thing. I don't need to pay money. I don't need to like download an app. I, like I'm already, like I already have a podcast app on my phone. I'll just get it and it will come and I'll check it out. That Which that, that point is why I think Spotify has a better chance of managing this whole plan uh, better than other companies. Quite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's push play again. Happens with HBO and Netflix because they already have the audience. Getting their audience base is very hard. And obviously for Netflix was, you know, it started out not being about uh, streaming at all. For Amazon, it started not being about content at all. For HBO, it started up about being a cable company in 1983. So like that, that path is very unclear to me. I've often thought that this podcast would be a lot more successful if we had started out as a cable company in 1983. I can't disagree. Yeah, I knew you can't. It's a little bit of like, why would I pay you for this thing that's clearly just like you having fun and not working particularly hard for an hour? That's what I enjoy about it, this conversational feeling of like hanging out. Mm -hmm. But... Having a paywall makes it feel like this is now transactional, and it does not make me feel that way. Um, whereas having a Patreon is not that. So having a Patreon makes it feel like, oh, if I can, I can support it, and I'll get an extra thing, but it's not a big deal if I can't. So I, I think that Patreon like is going to be a big deal for podcasts. But the last thing, are we still talking about this? Maybe. Is, is the, like, if it did succeed, would it be good for podcasting? Of course, I do not begrudge anyone who's taking money to make a show like this right now. I probably wouldn't, not because I don't want their money or I think it's a bad thing, but because when I make content, I like it to be available for the largest audience possible. And Yo mama. (laughs) Hilarious. This is the current state of internet content, and it is a bit of a shame, and I think that advertising is not a great system, though I will say that it's better in podcasts than it is in any other medium I have created on for uh, the internet, and that includes uh, video and, and the written word, I guess, are the two main ones. One of which killed the radio star. Yes. And so I think we all know which I lean towards. As the, yeah, that joke was going somewhere at some point. It, it, <laughs> I, I imagine. Promise. I imagine it was thought through <laughs> at some point. Oh no, no! I, right. I just made that joke just... up. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> let's finish this. We're so close. It's tomorrow. Oh, I didn't finish the video, so I, I come back with the end of the video. Is it a bad thing? I can't believe it's been two days. Is it a bad thing? I think that if, if Luminary is successful, it's mm-hmm. a bad thing. But I don't think it has any chance of being successful, so I'm not worried about it. And I think that Luminary on its path to be, like 
to going toward its dream of being the Netflix of podcasts might be a good thing. It might just help some people level up their content. It might level help up. people grow their businesses. I certainly wouldn't bet my business on it. Hopefully nobody's going to have all of their employees based on, on this. Uh, Should we bet our entire careers on uh, on Luminary? Should Absolutely. I start applying only the best towards this? Absolutely. Let's do it. Uh, so, but I think if they were successful, if they actually just dumped so much money into podcasts that Dump. somehow how they built a money fortress that prevent that like sucked people in mm. and like created this new idea of what a podcast was yeah. and and brought a whole new group of people in and changed consumer behavior, really did it. I think it'd be bad. I think it would be bad for podcasts because, like, then you've got too much power consolidated in one place. And, and I don't know these people. I don't know if they're good people, trustable people. But, like, even with my own self, I would not trust me with this. It's a beautiful thing about podcasts. I trust me with this. It's based on RSS, this, like, fairly ancient internet technology. And you just, like, submit your RSS feed places and it shows up. You control it. The, the actual physical mm-hmm. files which is not how YouTube works. YouTube hosts the files and, like, it does all this stuff. And so, like, we are beholden to this giant company. We're just not like that. And that's the great thing about podcasts is that... I agree. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. The free speech at its finest. Yeah. There is no YouTube of podcasts. There's no Netflix of podcasts. That's one of the great things about it. So, yes, I think if Luminary succeeded, it would be bad. I think it has no chance of succeeding. Huh? And that is what I came back to tell you a day later after I started this video. All right. Perfect. Bye. Perfect. All right. Now, I had a point Yes. that I was going to make at the end of it. Yes, you did. He was talking about... What was he talking about? And I was like, oh, I should talk about my opinion on that. What was it, Tim? You didn't say any of this to me. Oh, yes. Okay. I remember now. Uh, He was talking about how he didn't think it would be successful. Yes. I think, kind of like I I went on a little bit of a rabbit trail earlier, it's up to us whether or not it's going to be successful. It is. Because I'm going to make another perfect example here. If Dan draws a picture... Mm -hmm. And Tim draws a picture. Mm-hmm. And we like, look at our pictures. And then Paul, we're going to stick with podcaster names on from this show, takes our pictures and is like, hey, Cooper, you want to buy these pictures? Mm-hmm. He could go like, yeah, here's five bucks and take those pictures. Or he could be like, um, no. No, I'm going to decide that I am not going to buy these pictures from you, and so is everybody else, and just wait it out. Because if nobody buys these subscription services, they'll go away. It's true. And podcasting will go back to what it always has been. So it really is. It's up to us. Completely. It's completely up to us. If nobody buys these things, they'll go away, um, which could be a bummer because I think Spotify has some cool ideas. But if we... As, as a community, as a community of podcasters and consumers, we decide we don't like where this is going. Mm-hmm. 
it's up to us to just not pay for it. And it may take a little while, but all of a sudden these companies will be like, oh, nobody's paying for this. Yeah. So there, there are some people arguing about whether or not this is good. So if you don't think it's good, don't pay for it. And if enough, if enough people don't think it's good and don't pay for it, then it won't happen. No. It's up to us. It's, yeah. it's no, really our choice. No podcast consumer that I personally know will pay for this. Mm-hmm. I don't know a single person who think who will think that, yeah, this is a good idea. Maybe. Maybe some people who already pay for like Spotify premium. Maybe. But that will but I hope people at Spotify Analytics will be smart enough to realize that that's what that is. Yes. It just seems like something to me. It seems like something that would happen where uh people up at Spotify will be looking at their numbers and they'll be like, see, people are buying this podcasting. But it really could just be people who are already paying for Spotify Premium and then go, hey, while I'm getting podcasts with this, I might as well listen to them. Yeah. You know? You'd think they'd be smart enough to see that. Uh, And that (sighs) might not even happen. People might actually really love it. Or people who pay for Spotify Premium anyway just won't listen to podcasts. That could happen. I I don't see that happening because people like podcasts. Yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know. People listening to this, if they've made it this far, they must like podcasts. That or just they don't know what a good podcast sounds like. Excuse me. What? <laughs> what? Oh, what? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. So uh, that I've most likely done a lot of chopping and editing to this. So please look at uh, look, look at the video yourself. I'll put a link in the description. Yes. Look at look at the Verge article yourself. Uh, because there, there's a lot more to this. This yes. is just kind of like an intro. So I'll, I'll put links up. You guys should check this out for yourself if this is something that interests you. Because should. It, it should. Because if you like uh, taking in content, uh, if you like taking in music, TV shows, anything, the way the content market works will be affected by this because podcasting has become such a big deal. It's true. I, I believe that this can affect the entire entertainment market as this goes. Can you hear the fridge thinking about its life and making ice? Same. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so uh, I, I guess I'll let the outro take it away. Yep. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Only the Best. Remember to leave a review, visit us on Facebook, and last but not least, stay radical. about you all right let's see if he's oh uh, it's called checking i'm not saying it uh is that there's is an ad free uh-huh uh-huh uh-huh